Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. Yes, sir. We're back. We're back. G-Man's got them flows that's replenishing. And grams of that dro, that's my medicine. I've never been uh, afraid of other MCs because I diminish them. Mortal Kombat say to mine, nigga, because I finish it. I'm a creep so deep like a heartbeat, like a bench player. Man, you never want to start me. Not hardly do you ever scar me. Still, I smoke blunts like I was with Bob Marley. It's yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Head Podcast. H-Cubed up in this bitch. Yes, sir. We back with another motherfucking episode for y'all. Definitely uh, want to give a big shout out to uh, UA The Duel for coming on our show. Uh, last time up, did an interview with them. So definitely go check that out if you haven't already. Yes, sir. Also, go check out our two album reviews that uh, we put out a couple weeks ago. I don't can't even remember which <laughs> one. Black <laughs> on Both Sides by Most Def. Yes. And shit, the last one I can't remember. Hold on. Hold on. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> I'm pulling up SoundCloud. Give me a second. <laughs> That's terrible. How we doing? What, what, what? We doing shit. We don't even know what the fuck we talking about. Oh, yeah. Freddie hoping- Gibbs and Alchemist Alfredo. Oh. The funny thing is, they're both amazing albums, but I just, it just couldn't come to mind. Y'all already know what it is. It's been too long outside the studio, that's all it is. Yeah, we're doing the Zoom thing, we've been outside the studio for too long, but we're going to go back as soon as... Shout out to the constant COVID sponsor. (laughs) Shout out to the constant COVID. Hey, all 2020, baby, I'm I'm trying to tell you. Got back to sponsorship all 2020. Yes, sir. But anywho, we're back with another regular episode for y'all, man. We're going to try to talk about a couple things that's been going on, you know, a couple things that have been going on these last couple weeks, so we're going to try to dive into that for a little Now, we'll be telling you that, like, n- niggas haven't been wilding as bad as, had, as, they ha- as they did at the beginning of the, of the pandemic, like, around, what, the end, like, around two months in? Like, niggas, I think they've kind of chilled the fuck out because the, the nigga tree is on low right now. Yeah, I mean, you got to think, dog. Like, at some point, money's starting to dry up. Your drugs is running low. Mm-hmm. Everything that causes motherfuckers to wild out is running low. So at some point, you kind of have to ease on the brakes a little bit. But, you know, nonetheless, there's still room for fuckery and just wildness and ignorance. So let's just dive right into this shit, man. Y'all already know what we're going to talk about. Tory Lanez, Meg Thee Stallion, they was in a vehicle together. They got pulled over and Tory had a gun on them. That's all we knew at first. That's all we knew at first. And then we come to find out Oh, Meg, Meg the Stallion cut her her leg as she was walking out of the car, and poor Meg the Stallion for you know having to walk outside barefoot, and that's all we knew. Uh-huh. What we didn't know is that a young day star, which I believe is uh, <laughs> my man Tory Lanez's official government name, yep, was out here wilding. Now, <laughs> for those of y'all that that don't know, Tory and Meg, they've been uh, they've been like you know. I guess you could call it flirting online or whatever you want to call it, but they've been like shoot. I, I say Tori's definitely been shooting a shot at Meg, yeah. and it looks like these two were like a thing. You know what I'm saying? And you know they was chilling and they was you know partying and that's a little difficult to say though, simply because how many people have we seen Meg Thee Stallion online laid up with like she booed up with? Because I mean I've seen her with G Easy with Mon- was it Moneybag Yo and with at least one other person that she wasn't in a relationship with, but they all laid up all up on each other looking like they just finished fucking and shit. So no, no, yeah, you're right, and I think the. Um... I mean, I don't, I don't know what the whole money bag situation was. Were they ever, uh, like, dating, or was that just... They were dating, weren't they? I think they technically were dating, but they were also uh, in... They were they were an industry couple. That's what everyone was they saying. Were, yep. So... 
I was definitely probably one of them situations where they were like, yo, let's just make this shit happen. Make a couple million and, you know, cool out. Exactly. So, you know, like you said, to, to your to your point, you know, we, we didn't really know what the situation was. Even though I'm hearing from a lot of sources that they were actually a thing. Uh, I guess anybody who's in the know, you know, they, they knew that there was a thing or whatever. That's, that's just what is being said. Mm-hmm. Now, apparently they went to a party. Drove off and something and what happened happened pretty much, which is Meg the Stallion ended up getting shot. Now, obviously, you know, we weren't there, but everybody is kind of not really doing it, but kind of like pointing the finger at Tori from like a distance, like, you know, not uh-huh. really like, yo, that nigga did it, but it's kind of like, yeah. uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? So I don't know, man. It's just, it's, it's looking kind of bad for, for Tori right now. You know what I mean? Like, regardless of what, what the background of it was, you had a gun on you. Uh, uh, Meg the Stallion got shot uh-huh. in both, both of her legs, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was her feet. And, and, and yeah, and and everybody from Meg's camp is shitting on you. I don't know if you've seen that. That uh, hit Meg's bodyguard, I want to say, and along with her DJ and like I think one of her producers came out and was like more or less calling out, you know, Tori about this shit. But yeah, that, that that's that that's pretty much what's going on here. But nobody has officially said, like nobody from Meg's side has officially said this is what happened. Because mm-hmm. you know, obviously she's not trying to. I guess, I guess she's trying to keep it straight from what it looks like. You know what I mean? Yeah, and she, she, like you said, she hasn't said anything. No one from her campus said anything. Now apparently, some now ex friends have said have put some stuff out there according to to make it's not true because i remember seeing part of a uh it was like a live thing she did she got on and she was crying about people making fun of her about getting shot and all this other stuff which is valid because i mean you know niggas get shot you really shouldn't be making fun of them <clears throat> no matter where they get shot yeah. at because you know you don't want to get shot it's mm-hmm. point blank period right and she went through some right. traumatic shit obviously at the same time, like, man, you know, like, you, you're a celebrity in 2019, 2020, like, you know what the internet is about at this point, and you have an idea of what motherfuckers are going to say, regardless of whether they have the facts on your entire situation. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree, and, and, you know, I will say this, you know, and, and I don't know, I, I guess I don't want to dive too much into certain things, right, but I do feel like it kind of goes towards like the whole that, you know, the whole thing about like, you know, black women not being protected, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And about, about shit that's going on, that they're always like the butt of every joke or they always get the short end of the stick. And I feel like, you know, had that not been the case most of the time, I feel like, you know, people might have like a reason to bring it up. Like, oh, maybe she was just kind of making this a big deal. But I, I do feel like it is kind of like, you know, fucked up in a sense. You know what I mean? That like everybody was. I mean, you're right. It is the internet, and the internet is undefeated, and you're never gonna win against the internet. I get that. Ever. Yeah. But so I, I get I get her frustration because she's been voicing that a lot. She's been saying that a lot of her industry friends, I guess, weren't really her friends because they were joking about this. And I mean, I don't know. You know what I mean? I, I I've, I've personally never been shot. I don't know if that's something that I would want people to joke about. I don't know. Yeah. You know, nobody was there, so you know. At the same time, we can't really tell her how to, you know, react to, to what's going on. That's but very I do true. feel like, but, but again, but back, back to your point though, the internet is the internet. And I feel like, you know, they're, they're going to win regardless. So, you know, it, it sucks, you know, but the truth is you kind of just have to have a certain tough skin if you're going to be in the limelight. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's just, that's just what it is. 
Now, I will say, as bad as Meg seems to be getting it, I want to say that Mr. Daystar is getting it way worse because he is catching heat from everyone every which way because right now, Meg Thee Stallion is one of the hottest things in the world, like on the planet. And there's just too many people that fuck with her, too many people that love her, and they're like, they're not, they're like, all right, well, what, what the fuck are we worried about you, little little teeny ass Canadian gnome looking nigga? Like, what the fuck? Like, you know, you can boot your ass back to Canada without even and, kick taking off my shoe, like. And, and let's be real, you know, you could argue that Meg The Stallion is like a stimulus package. If you're like, and by that I mean if you're around her, associated with her in one any way, shape, or form, it's it's a boost in your career. Exactly. So I, I feel like you know. To, to your point, a lot of people are going to obviously be siding with Meg on this. She's obviously the bigger artist in this. Not only that, but she's apparently the victim in this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just not looking good. And on top of that, you know, one of one of my main goals in life, right, is to not live up to certain stereotypes. <laughs> yes. People make about some part of me, whatever it is, whether it be, whether it be my race, whether it be my height, whether it be whatever the fuck, right? Uh-huh. Now, it, it, it sucks that Tori legitimately lived up to the little man syndrome stereotypes of show people. Yeah, basically. That, at least that's that's what it's looking like. You know what I mean? And Tori, like, I feel like we've seen him in situations before where he's gotten like aggressive with people, and everybody's always brought up. Like, I don't know if you remember this, but uh, a couple years ago, him and Travis Scott had a like a encounter. Really? And they were he was like, and, and to be honest, Tori was kind of sunning Travis Scott. You know what well, I mean? Travis now, don't really seem like the type that really wants any smoke unless absolutely necessary. Yeah. Like he not gonna be out here just no. beefing with niggas to be beefing with niggas. No, no, I, I, I get that, right? But what I'm saying is that like this was like a the, the video that they showed of, of this happening. It was like a I feel like it, it was a situation where I'm more, I'm also brought that up just to show that like you know this nigga Tori is kind of like he has that like chip on his shoulder, I guess. And I want to say he's even said it that he has that like little man syndrome or like you know what I mean, whatever. And I mean, dog, the nigga's five four. You know what I mean? So, I, mean, so I feel like it, it's a pretty safe assumption there. And again, this is only adding to that whole assumption of him being this type of dude. And it's not going to help him, man. You know, and and I feel like Tory has always been at the verge of becoming like a really like a pop star, if you will, uh-huh. kind of like a you know just just to, to put him in, in 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 the top names of rap. I feel like he's been at that like knocking on the door and i feel like with this shit happening especially because they say that there's a video there's there's video footage of this shit happening Ooh. if there's video footage of this nigga shooting that mag dog that's a wrap it's a wrap bro first of all it's you get arrested if you're not going to jail they for damn sure deporting your ass and you ain't never coming back to the united states no i mean not only that but you 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 shot at arguably one of the biggest artists in rap right now but i mean like that that just goes like it's it's that's like the beginning effect of what it is like okay arrested put in jail deported yes but again your music career majority is in this country everything that makes you money from recording to touring and whatever press events and all that other shit you have to come here to do if you can't come here to do it that is severely gonna fuck up your bag Point, point blank period they will do it they will do it because especially if you're not a, a citizen in this country mm-hmm. if you fuck up they will deport your ass and it's not even funny like it's gonna happen and, and that's just what it's gonna be and there's no coming back there's no i'm sorry there's no pleads Mm-mm. you're done and you're done you also you know gotta I mean? think so, about the whole and, me too and, thing i don't like, know man it's just 
Think about the whole Me Too yeah. thing. Like, it's not like the sexual advance, you know, part of it, but still, it's violence against women. Like, he's gonna lose a lot of female fans, yeah. and oh, yeah. his music and, and is probably point, dependent point, upon them. I was just about to say that I would say maybe seventy-five percent of his music is women-based. He has a mixtape series called The Chicks Tapes. You know what I'm saying? So, it, it, you know what I mean? Like it, it's kind of a, a, a dicey situation career-wise for him, on top of any legal issues he might be also facing. Yeah. Uh, which, from what I'm hearing, they've only uh, charged him with the with possession of the gun, but I think they're looking into the whole assault with a you know deadly weapon and some more shit. Wow. But, um, yeah, they need to look a little deeper into that. Yeah, for sure. Crazy situation, man. But I guess we'll have to see what happens when either video your footage or the proceedings gone, whatever it may be, we'll find out later date. However, we also have a, another Meg topic to talk about, something you're not all that fond of, <laughs> which is uh, her, her feature on the brand new Cardi B song called WAP, W-A-P. Wet ass pussy. Wet ass pussy. Which, which, for those of y'all, no pussy getting motherfuckers or for those of y'all with dry pussy, that's wet ass pussy. Right? <laughs> Not with the, with y'all with dry ass pussy. Hey, <laughs> look, all love. I, we know everybody who listens to this podcast who has a vagina has a WAP. I'm there you go. There you go. But anywho, <laughs> back to the topic at hand. They released a new song that's been causing a lot of controversy from a lot of different people. Uh, you got fucking governors tweeting at fucking Cardi B saying that she's a disgrace to women. And a, just for for making a song called Wet Ass Pussy, that's about girls having wet ass pussy. Mm-hmm. Now, let me hear Mr. Cooper's take on this song. All right, I'm first of all, I want to say, and I agree with a lot of people because I kept seeing stuff on this online all day. Stop holding motherfuckers that are musicians and actors and fucking rappers, whatever you want to call them. Stop holding them up to be the people that your children should be looking up to. They are not role models. You ever heard of sex, drug, and rock and roll? I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> they are not hey, the role the models. Example. And y'all that's knew who... Example. Yeah, it's the perfect... Like you said, it's the perfect example. Y'all knew who Cardi was going into this. Y'all knew who Meg was going into this. Y'all knew the possibility of this type of song being made was strong. So I don't know why y'all mad at it now. Because y'all just going to be dancing to it later. But anyway, I digress. I was upset with this song because I expected way more than what I was given. Now, I understand that a lot of people like it. And I'm not going to lie. The beat is pretty good. And the little sample of the, um, there's some hoes in this house. There's some hoes. That takes me back because that's an old throwback from when my ass was in high school. So, <laughs> but, um. Oh, is it an old throwback? Oh. Oh, so you recognize it? Yeah. I just, I don't remember who sang the song off the top of my head but i remember that was specifically a chorus of a big ass song back in the day but anyway i digress the song was okay but it just wasn't what i was expecting with the two of them on it because i mean the both of them have been pretty much releasing fire for the last year a year and a half i guess i guess you would say two years because cardi's album came out a while ago but 
they've all been they've been releasing some heat and i expected okay you're gonna put these two of the hottest females in the game together on this song i was just underwhelmed i'm not saying that the song is horrible i I think i might have said it was trash earlier i overreacted (laughs) but it was not a horrible song but it just was not up to the standards that i thought it was going to be at for the two people that are on it because not only do they talk about you know they ass they titties fucking sucking whatever 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 but the both both of these bitches can actually have bars like they both have bars to spit whether they're talking about their pussy or not so i was just kind of disappointed because they just didn't give me those bars that i was expecting all right i'm gonna just say this i think you need now i've I've only heard it the song i at the most twice Mm -hmm. i think maybe once but at the most twice right but i think you need to listen to a little bit more because here's the thing this song is for the most part just rapping you know what i mean It's, it's mostly just Cardi and Nicki going back and forth, like Cardi on, on, on and Nicki. You mean Cardi and Meg? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm saying, hey, yeah, they going man. back and forth on that track, all right, nigga. <laughs> hey, hey, and uh, I don't think you understand the sin that I've just committed right now because I just paired Nicki and Cardi on a fucking song together. That will never fucking happen. I'm sorry, y'all. Cardi and Meg. Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. All right. Well, remember, technically, on the verse. It has already happened. Remember motorsport. Oh yeah, you're right. But it won't happen again. I guarantee that. Nah. <laughs> and if it does, it, it'll probably be exactly how that was without either Nikki's or Cardi's acknowledgement. Like she probably, I think one of them didn't know or something like that, and then they just kind of snuck Cardi in there. Pretty much, I think so. Because uh, what do you call it? They. I remember Nikki saying something about Cardi. Cardi was supposed to be in in the line, like the football reference line. I can't remember exactly yeah. what it was. Like I think like uh Offset was the quarterback or some shit like that. Yes. But like Cardi was supposed to be in that line and then since Cardi was in the song, Nikki had to take it out. And I know she was pissed about it. But you know, they weren't in the actual video together. Oh. Like the Migos were in part of the video with Nikki and then they were in the other part of the video with Cardi. So like Nikki and Cardi had no interaction right, whatsoever. Right. Oh no, nah, no, nah, not at all. Not at all. But 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 anywho, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. Going back and forth on the song, I look. You know, you, you touched on the beat. I think the beat was really dope. I think the sample itself was uh, rightly used, a little, maybe a little bit overused, but I, I think it's it, it's a good way to start the song because it started off with the it's in this house, and it kind of just sets the mood as to what you're about to be listening to. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I feel like that's a really smart use of that of that sample. Um, I, I like both of their verses. You know what I mean. I, I think it's it's not something that I would personally listen to. You listening to right but if i hear the shit at a party i ain't gonna be mad at it i mean you know if I, mean? I hear I it like, at a party and you know a little schmiz you know what i'm saying like it can be a whole different situation <laughs> got a little shorty with you you know what i'm saying she starts twerking and like, what? it's a different situation you know what i'm saying and then, and, it's a, <laughs> and then you hear it's some hoes in this hey house. come on dog i think it would be you in the zone what you mean <laughs> You know you're going to put your hands like this. Hell yeah, nigga. Are you serious? <laughs> so, look, man. I don't, look, I don't have any problem with this song. I think it deserves to be... Uh, I, I'm not sure if it's number one. I, I might have misspoken when I said that. But whatever position it is, I do know that it's like a really, really popular song right now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it deserves that. In this, just because, obviously, you know, you got Meg Thee Stallion. You got Cardi B. And I feel like this is kind of... I've seen this earlier. I've seen Meg tweet this out, actually. That this is kind of like... The slob on my knob version of for for free for uh, women. Yeah, true. 
Very true. I will say that I've only heard the song one time, and I've oh, I've only heard it all the way through one time. So mm-hmm. I will definitely give it another listen. I just know from the first listen, like I sat back and I was, I was, I you know, I had my little drink in my hand, a little little smack, you know what I'm saying? But I was just like, you know what? I wasn't really, I just just wasn't feeling it that much. Maybe I'll change my mind after another couple of listens. I don't know. But uh, hey, this know. this is all I'm saying, dog. The quarantine has had us in the non like like lit party mood. You know what I mean? We kind of just been fucking pretty much just smoking weed and just watching TV the whole time. So. <laughs> Just wait until hopefully at some point shit opens back up and and we out there living our fucking lives and this shit come on. We'll be all right. It's going to be a whole bunch of music that comes out. We're going to be like, oh, finally get a chance to bop to this right here. Facts, facts. But yeah, definitely check that song out if you guys haven't checked it out yet. That's uh, Cardi B featuring Meg, uh, Wet Ass Pussy, or okay. Wet and Gushy if you want to listen to the clean version. Oh, yeah, that's right. I heard about that the other day. Yeah. <laughs> so... Let's go from one crazy-ass situation to another one, man. We're we going to talk about Kanye, Mr. West, running for fucking president, y'all. Now, let me just start off this by saying this, y'all. I've been a Kanye fan for forever. Before the crazy came along, I defended this nigga when Yeezus came out. Everybody around me was saying, hey, dog, that shit is trash, da-da-da-da-da. Even though I will say, I feel like a lot of people, looking back in hindsight, will agree as, no, 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 wait till I finish before you agree what I'm saying. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people in hindsight, <laughs> in hindsight, will agree that this that that album was actually um, way more groundbreaking than people are giving it credit for. But we'll have that conversation at a later date. I will definitely face. have that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> but anywho, I defended him on that. Then he came back a couple years later and gave us Pablo, the life of Pablo, which a lot of people like. A lot of people like, you know, mixed reviews for the most part, but I think a lot a lot more people like Life of Pablo than uh than they like Jesus. Yeah. And that's and that's kind of that's kind of when shit went downhill. The whole Donald Trump thing, you know, the whole him talking about his mental illnesses and things of that nature. And, you know, to be honest, right, I feel like we've all had, well, at least, you know, Kanye fans, we've all had this hope that at some point, like, the old Kanye would come back and, you know, give us those, you know, old sample beats. Or maybe not even the old sample beats. Just the old bars. Bars. At least, because production, he has talent. Like, the one thing he gets away from is he has talent. And we haven't been really hearing that talent in the last couple years, in my opinion. At least... To his fullest potential, because a lot of people like his last album, not not the um, not the like the the gospel one, but the one that uh, the the seven track one, the yay one. Yeah, uh-huh. a lot of people rated that album pretty high, and to me, it was all right. But like, if you compare what he's saying and and even the, the production on that joint to like some of his earlier shit, I'm like, oh, it's, it's not even close. I, I, I say all that to say that you know it, it's kind of been. You know, piling up thing after thing after thing with the whole Kanye thing, with the whole Donald Trump uh, situation, you know, the whole mental health thing. And now this nigga's just completely lost it, apparently running for president. And we'll dive into a little as to why that's a terrible idea. But go ahead. I want to hear what you want to say. about. What I was going to say was, I think one of the reasons that Kanye's. I don't want to say production because his production is still pretty good, but I guess like his his musical output when it comes to 
his last, you know, not maybe not Yay, but you know, Life of Pablo, parts of Dark Twisted Fantasy, uh, Jesus. Most of the last decade. Pretty yeah, much. pretty much. I think that nigga's just been too busy to really put his full concerted effort into his music. Which is probably why we've gotten a lot of lackluster music in, in him. Because remember around the time that he was trying to get the Yeezus brand started for his clothes and for his shoes. He was also trying to work on an album at the same time. I don't remember which one it was. But he, he always tries and does these big huge things with fashion or with whatever his interest flavor of the month is at that point. While he's trying to get get an album together, also while he's trying to tour, also while he's trying to take the Kardashian show, like I think that Kanye stretches himself too thin, and then with his with his ego thinking that everything that he touches turns to gold, just won't. He refuses to see that it's not that great, and he refuses to hear from other people that it's not that great. It's like he's himself has created the Kanye bubble, where everything that he shits, pisses, and throws up is gold, and we should all just stand in line to pay hundreds of dollars for it, whether it's concert tickets, merchandise, shoes, whatever. But honestly, I think if the way right. the way that Kanye is with his mental issues, if Kanye would just sit down and focus on one thing, that one thing would fucking be phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And honestly, and I think look- it would should it should just be music. No, yeah, I, I agree one hundred percent. Even though, to be fair, right, he's probably made way more money off of his shoes mm-hmm. in the last maybe five six years than he has his whole career as a musician mm-hmm. most likely just 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 off of the yeezy popularity right but yeah man i agree like if you, if you look at everything that he does anybody who's at the top of their game in everything that he does only does that one thing mm-hmm. you know if you, if you look at a lot of clothing designers you don't see clothing designers that are also rappers or are also tv hosts or mm-hmm. also actors and and, and 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 if you do they're not at the top of for the game exactly you know they're not at their elite at the elite best of what is it to do so i feel like you know a lot of you know what you just said has has 100 a lot to do with it but i also feel like his just mental health his mental wherever he's at with it in his head it affects his music you know what i mean i feel like he's not the same confident i don't care what anybody says i don't think kanye is the same has the same confidence in him that he had way back in in late 2000s mid 2000s even early 2010s or so I, I feel like all that has changed, and I feel like all of this is kind of like a, like a jacket or like a, you know, kind of like a cover that he's wearing to make yeah. it, an armor that he's still that he's that he's still the same Kanye. But I don't think he's the same Kanye, and I think he's never going to be the one to admit that. And I feel like that's a big reason why we have what we have today, which is fucking uh, Kanye crying about almost a boy. North on, on on the stage. I don't know if you've seen that mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, it was I saw that. It was mess. terrible. Also talking it, about it was terrible. Harriet Tubman didn't really free slaves. She just took them to work for different masters. I was like, if you don't get yeah. the fuck out of here, nigga. Uh, that's like saying, yo, Kanye West didn't really make good rap music. He just made all right pop music. Yeah, but see, the thing is, is you that know, Kanye's Kanye's parents were both freedom fighters. Like they were both, you know activists and shit for for African Americans. So yeah. you know that Kanye knows what this stuff what the truth is on this stuff why he's talking this way i think it's just to garner support from i guess that side now also like the thing about kanye for president is that kanye is not going to win president now speaking from a on my political nerd shit because this is what i fucking studied in school a lot of 
when you when you're when you're going to run for president you have to have all type of paperwork filled out for all 50 states to make sure that you're on ballots and all this other shit kanye missed that signing day for like the majority of the states so i think right now he's only going to be on like the ballot in like north carolina like illinois maybe michigan and like maybe three or four other states so first of all he's not going to garner enough votes unless like hella people write him in which i doubt that they will and number two honestly if you vote for Kanye, you're essentially like voting for Trump because you're just taking votes away from Joe Biden. So even if you're not voting for for Trump and you're voting for Kanye, the whole reason and they've, they've just unearthed this recently, it, like people from the Trump campaign are helping Kanye sign up so that he can be that distraction to take votes away from Joe Biden so that Trump will end up with more of them. So that like, like they're using Kanye, and I'm not even sure if Kanye realizes that he's being used for that purpose. So whether he legitly wants to run for president, and he might actually have some good ideas and all of this other stuff. Although he's talking about running a country like the Tribal Council in Wakanda, which is not going to work for this country. I'm gonna tell you that right now. And I know you may not get that nerd reference, but I will fill you in on that shit later. <laughs> um, but yeah, he just needs to not. <laughs> that's it he just needs to not <laughs> yeah no I, I, dog I really do feel like Kanye needs to like disconnect from everything from uh, from social media from music from everything for like a good year and just not be in like just disconnect from everything like from the from the matrix if you will he needs to divorce you know I mean? Kim too because that's another thing that's fucking oh. shit like I, 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 first of all, when was the last time you saw a picture of Kim and Kanye together where they were both smiling and looking happy? I'll wait. Even though, to be fair, Kanye has never really smiled in his pictures. But you think he'd smile with his wife? His like one of the hottest women on the planet, wife. You know what I'm saying? Like whether it's genetically altered or not. You know what I'm saying? Like she's still yeah. up there, so. You know what I think it is, man? You know what I think it is? He just didn't really understand what it comes with dating or marrying one of the most, I guess, beautiful and sought-after women in the world, which is that, for one, a lot of niggas have hit her already. Uh Uh Two, a lot of these niggas are famous, and, you know, all these... Dog, let's be real for a little bit, right? If you know... If you know that your girl has been hit by somebody that, like, you know, it, 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 I feel like it, it's now, don't get me wrong, this is all ego. You know, it hurts your ego more than anything. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? But nonetheless, you're still going to be kind of heartbroken a little bit. Like, yeah. Damn, dog. Yeah, you're going to be fucked up gonna, about it. Yeah, you're going to be fucked up about it. Now, imagine that times three times a billion because these niggas are all fucking celebrities. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like Kanye has a lot to deal with and I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what anybody says. A lot of whatever he's going through right now I feel has to do with like what you were saying about him being married to Kim and everything that comes with that because even even not too long ago when, when Drake dropped, dropped his last album and, and him and, and Kanye was beefing like there was like that hit that that Drake smashed Kim. Uh-huh. And then even recently, this nigga was saying that uh that that Kim smashed Meek with, with, with the whole um uh-huh. with his whole rants. Yep. So so you already know the insecurities that that go on in his head, and whether they're right or wrong, 
they're there. And I feel like a lot of a lot of that, you know, added up concludes to what he's been doing the last couple weeks or whatever. Yeah. And I mean it's it's not even just the the Kim being famous and having smashed a bunch of famous niggas, like just being on their TV show. You know they do shit to like create storylines and to create drama. And I always have this theory, I don't know if anybody I've never heard anybody just say it out loud, but I'm sure other people have thought about it, that the Kardashians just generally drive men crazy. Every husband, boyfriend, whatever, whatever that has been with a Kardashian turns around and gets fucked up. Like, okay, you have Bruce that was married to mom, he turned around and became a female. You had yeah. uh, Scott that was married to the oldest sister. He was a drunk. You had a Lamar Odom went and went and relapsed after he married with Chloe. Kanye then went and lost his shit after he married Kim. And um and uh Tyga, I mean, well, he was already crazy fucking around with underage little girls anyway. So you know what I'm saying? Like they just they 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 are the only one that I can see that has survived. Well, only two was because uh what's his name? The basketball player. Fuck, what's his name? Uh, the one that Kim married. I was going to say the white dude, but hold time. I think he's actually. Isn't he white? Yeah, I, I, you know he's actually half black, believe it or not. Mm. Well, whatever. Is it? Chris, a, Chris something, Humphreys, Chris Humphreys, Chris Humphreys. Yeah, he yeah. got out early, and look, man, Ty, Ty, uh, not not Tiger, but um, fuck, Astro World, Travis Scott. He doesn't seem to be too oh, yeah. affected by that. But that that's that's two out of like eight. Because that's a Jenner and not a Kardashian. Come on now. Mm, yeah, true, 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 true. But I mean, Bruce was a Jenner too, that- so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, but also Reggie Bush yeah. did not live up to his hype uh, coming out of uh, college into the NFL. Uh-huh. I mean, he was he was a decent player, but he just didn't live up to the expectations that he was putting. Ray J. Oh, that's just uh, a mess from the I mean, beginning. So yeah, just leave that alone. Plus, Reggie yeah, Bush yeah, went yeah. out and got a Kim lookalike to marry. So. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, so, that shit was kind of weird, but uh-huh. hey, you know, uh-huh. there he is. That nigga definitely has a tight. <laughs> nah, that's a fact, that's a fact. But yeah, man, so, you know, hopefully, most, hopefully most of the people out there are smart enough to not vote for Kanye West, and even though Joe Biden is, you know, a fucking corpse ready to die anytime soon and just i mean trump ain't trump ain't nothing but a fat balloon corpse right behind him so you know what i'm saying like no yeah yeah no you're right you're right but but that's what i'm saying even if you know this nigga's a a a corpse on two sticks being held up fuck it dog that corpse is better than this fucking balloon full of shit basically so so please 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 do not vote for kanye west please jesus christ please Last thing we need is Donald Trump back in office because y'all niggas thought it'd be cute to have flashing lights in the White House. Right? <laughs> that should be cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not going to lie. I might vote for him if he if he were to promise that. That shit would be kind of lit. I would that kick you be- in the head. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Let's, let's go on to uh, the next topic, though. Yes, sir. Uh, let's touch on this. We got my man, Drake, Drizzy Drake. From uh, from Pond Yard, uh, <laughs> Pond Canada Way, <laughs> Canada Way, uh, beefing with no 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 mind y'all. He's been doing uh, Caribbean themed songs and African based songs. He's been doing. He's a chameleon of different of sorts. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He just kind of tries to blend in, and you know whatever, right? And how, whatever opinion you have on that, so be it. Yeah. However, an actual Jamaican artist. 
taking issue with that. Now, Movado, who's a pretty well-known Jamaican artist, which I, I want to say Drake has actually either shouted out or maybe even made a song or something. I'm pretty sure I've heard him shout out Movado before. My bad. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But pretty much what, what happened was Drake released a freestyle where he he touched on, if I, if I understood this correctly, a Jamaican, like a Jamaican beef. Like He, he talked about Movado's hometown and, and they talked about some kind of beef that that neighborhood had with another neighborhood. So he was pretty much saying like, dog, I get that you want to be like with the whole shit and everything, dog, but you're not even from here to be. That's like that's like me saying some shit about like you know some hood in like southeast and like just claiming it like that. You know, just talking like yeah. I have no business talking about that shit. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of that's kind of what what Mavado's saying here, like dog, like you know we gave you a pass with the, the whole fake patois thing. And now you're over here really trying to, you know, dive your nose into shit that really got nothing to do with you. And he pretty much called him out, dissed him on the song and everything. I mean, so, it's, a, it's honestly, it's a good way to get shot, putting your, putting your nose in other people's business, especially mm-hmm. if you're not from around there and you don't know how shit really works. So, yep, exactly. So, you know, that's the thing. And, and I don't know. I mean, I, that's just what I heard it was. And I, I don't know exactly what Drake said, right? But. That's what I heard it was, and I, and you know, for this nigga to make a, a this song about him, it must have been a, a serious offense to him. Mm-hmm. But um, regardless, I also seen a video after that came that song came out of Drake talking with um, what the fuck is his name? Uh, damn it! Oh, Popcorn. Mm-hmm. He was talking with Popcorn on on Instagram Live, and Drake was hitting his uh <laughs> his terrible pots while on top. Yo. Why does that happen, dog? Like, I get if, you know, you speak Patois and, and your Jamaican accent might come out if you're speaking to, like, you know, in English to somebody who doesn't speak Patois. Yeah. But this nigga Drake, why, why does he, like, t- that's, like, the equivalence of you all of a sudden having a Spanish accent when you're talking to somebody who's Spanish in English. Yeah. If you're not from there, why would you try and talk? Just just because you you know I'm Jamaican doesn't mean you have to speak to me in Patois. Just because even if I spoke Spanish doesn't mean that I would necessarily speak to you in Spanish because you speak Spanish also. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Like, especially if you know that I speak English. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, I don't know. It just It just seems very disingenuous for him to like flip the switch when like he's talking to somebody from Jamaica you know exactly. what I mean like like for example that's like that like you know I, I think about it like this because I see some people do this shit in uh, in Spanish right where like there'll be people from El Salvador or whatever right and they'll they'll talk to somebody who's from like uh, Puerto Rico or, or Dominican Republic and they'll start using their cadences and their uh their lingo and shit like that in the conversation just because they're talking to somebody from that place and i'm like dog like why don't you just be yourself and talk how you normally talk they'll understand you even better exactly. because at least you'll know what the fuck you're really saying uh-huh. exactly <laughs> so yeah man so so drake is out here man wow. starting beef with uh yard man and this this uh, Mavala was like, and I think in his song, if I understood it correctly, he was like, you'll never be a yard man, no matter what anybody say. And I don't know if that's a really big, like, uh, that's like somebody taking somebody's Jamaican card. No, it's, it's just saying, it's, it's honestly just saying that you, no matter how hard you try, you'll never be Jamaican because you're not Jamaican. 
Like, even if you learn how to speak Patois great, you can learn how to cook all the curry chicken and oxtail and rice and peas and all the shit that you want to cook, but you're not going to be Jamaican. Just like, you know, a white person can act black, talk black, listen to rap music, you know, like black girls have mixed kids, but she ain't never going to be black. Right. right. So. Yeah, no, nah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's unfortunate because Drake is going to win this beef, if you want to call it that, just because of his popularity. And, you know, obviously, Mavado is a big artist, but I feel like he's pretty to the either dance hall scene or yeah Movado here or, he's he's only had a couple of actually hot songs here in the states he's not a big artist here like not like a beanie man or something like that now, right, uh, right, but right. in in jamaica no no in jamaica he's one of them niggas he is one of them niggas so it's just like yeah drake here he'll he'll win that stupid little battle whatever it is like i mean to me yard man took it because he's speaking truth that's all it is but Drake is going to win it here stateside simply because he yeah, has the fan base. I agree, man. I agree all the way. But fuck it. Let's um let's end the show on talking about some lighter news of my man Bobby Schmurda having his court date, I believe, for August 17th, uh, which is sometime next week, I want to say. Maybe Monday. Next Monday, yeah. Next Monday is when uh, Bobby Schmurda is due in court. Or, uh, his, I think that's his his, uh, his bail hearing or something like. Or I don't know if it's no, nah, could it be his bail hearing because he's obviously done his time already. Yeah, bail but hearing. I think whatever parole hearing, parole hearing, whatever, maybe parole, maybe parole hearing. Yeah, but the point is that he's having a, a court hearing as to him potentially getting out. There's been a lot of chatter around you know the whole industry of him coming out real real soon. I, I even think he's came out and said it in an interview. I want to say, but nonetheless. He is the, uh, stated to come out within the next couple of months. Now, I heard Charlemagne uh, mention this earlier that, you know, because everybody condemned 6 9 so much because he was a snitch, does the culture or, you know, the culture or hip hop owe Bobby Shmurda anything when he comes back? You know what I mean? Like, and and if you don't mind, I, I want I want to answer this first. Mm-hmm. My answer is, I feel like he's not owed anything other than respect. You know what I mean? I feel like, I feel like, for example, I feel like that's that's the whole thing. Because everybody keeps saying, you know, we, and we've, we've talked about it many times, that the whole no snitching thing isn't... Everybody loves to say, oh, it's a street thing. It's a street thing. But the truth of it is, it's not a street thing. It's a man thing. Because at the end of the day, it's all about accountability. You know what I mean? And I feel like if you have accountability... Regardless if you do right or wrong, you'll have the respect of, of those around you because you were like, yo, I fucked up, but I owned up to it and, you know, I, I'll, I'll live with whatever I got to live with. Now, I feel like if you at least show that much, you know what I mean? I feel like there's a level of respect that comes along with that. And I feel like him coming out and coming back into the, and, you know, coming back into the free world, I feel like the ability to run around freely and not have to worry about you know anybody doing anything to you is is enough of a reward as there is you know what i mean and, and don't get me wrong i'm sure a lot of niggas are gonna want to do songs with him just because of his his you know his status and his name when he comes out you know it's gonna be a big deal when he gets released so i know a lot of artists is probably gonna flock over to him and try to get their feature or whatever the case may be but like i said i think respect is the one thing that without a doubt will be given to Bobby Schmurder because he took a, he took 10 
I think in order for his man to not get an additional two mm-hmm. or something along those lines. So I, I do think he's gonna come out. I think he's gonna have you know a lot of people on his on his shit, and you know I, I think he's gonna be back in power. Now, when it comes in terms of hip hop, I don't think anyone owes him anything. I don't think anyone musically owes Bobby Schmurder anything. But I feel like he's going to have that respect regardless. Uh, Just like you said. But again, I feel like no one in the industry owes him anything. But this is a chance for him to capitalize back on a career. If people are still interested, put your foot in the water. See if you're still sought out here in these streets. And then go about and make the career that you should have had the first time as best as you can. And that's the only thing that I feel like is really needed to be said. You come out of jail, out of, it's not quite 10 years, but it's close. You get a second chance at a career because you're still very young. Very young. What, Bobby Smart is like 24, 25, something like that? So. He's 25. He he, 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 like, there's rappers that start their rapping career at like 28. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he could, like like you said, he could have a whole career ahead of him and, and, you know, this could be put behind him. And like I said, it may not be owed respect, but everyone will more than likely have the respect for him, which will bring people to work with him. No, I agree. I agree. And, and, and you know, I'm, I'm interested to see in who, if anybody, works with 6 9 you know what I mean? But I do feel like, like you said, you know, the opposite of what's going on with 6 9 apparently, I feel like this is going to happen with, with Bobby Schmurter, which is that everybody's going to be really inclined to, like you said, you know, to give him that respect by giving him, doing a feature with him or maybe asking him for a feature or whatever the case may be. So, or maybe bringing him on tour when touring goes back uh-huh. or shit like that. Shit that 6 9 will never be able to do ever in his life again. Nope. So it's just, it's just funny. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be really interesting to see 10 years from now where 6 9 is and where Bobby Schmurter is. And just this, Hopefully, if 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 life works the way it's supposed to, uh, you know, Bobby Schmurter will be more successful, still have the respect, and you know, hopefully, at that point, six nine will either be like in a ditch somewhere, or you know, just terribly career wise and just, just not lucky, lucky to be alive. Honestly, at that yeah, point. lucky to be alive. I hope he stood. Like, I hope he saved up some of them hundred stacks that he had in that bag in the restaurant. Yeah, no, nah, real shit. Real shit. Because, I mean, honestly, right now, like, first of all, I've never really been impressed by the whole money phone and niggas having just backpacks full of money on them all the time. Like, I've never been impressed with that. But with the way that 69, the way that 69 is going right now between the watches where you can't see me and the chains where you can't see me and the bag full of money, you can't see me. We do it like this. You don't do it like this. It's, It's not even trolling anymore. It's at this point, it's annoying as fuck. And it looks, yeah. it makes him look even more juvenile in his quest to make everyone else look as bad as he does, so he doesn't look as bad as he is. If that makes sense. You know sense. why? Because I feel like, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, I just feel like everybody's getting tired. Like you know how like sometimes like when when a joke gets old. Mm-hmm. This this is pretty much that. Like you know everybody was using six nine as entertainment because he would come out and talk his shit. But what people feel to, what he fails to realize, I feel. Is that a big part of that image was when he had them, you know, three dozens of bloods behind him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that that gave him like cause cause you were thinking like, oh shit, like this is a fucking mainstream artist and he's popping his shit and some shit might actually happen because 
he got a rack of bloods behind him. Exactly. But now, like, nothing's going to happen. He's he's at home with, you know, a hundred security around him. So it's kind of like th- that excitement of what might happen uh-huh. is out the window with 6 True. So, Very true. And, and, and let, let, let's, let's, let's not even talk about his name anymore. Yeah, no, boy. Oh. We, we talked about this uh, nigga way too fucking much. Mm-hmm. But shout out to Bobby Schwarter, though. Shout out to the whole GS9 uh, for hopefully coming out very soon and coming back, being able to make money for your family and everybody out there for y'all. Exactly. And hopefully, hopefully, uh, life and karma and whatever you want to believe in pays pays his debt to uh, you guys staying solid. So shout out to the whole GS9. Yes, sir. And, you know, hopefully, we can't wait for that to come out. So yeah. All right. All right. So. Well- we gonna go into it. Now, I know I'm not typically the one to do this, but I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to steal your mic one time. Hey. All right, we're gonna have to go into the petty moment of the week. So my petty moment for this week was produced by Mr. The Baby. I don't know if you guys have been tuning into his Instagram. I actually seen this on either. Shade Room or Academics' page. But the point is that this nigga, the baby, told his friend that he would give him 5K for drinking a gallon of spoiled milk that was left out in the sun the day before. And his friend was like, all right. Now, mind you, this is people who's around the baby, who's a millionaire, who five racks is nothing to him. Not at all. He makes that 10 times on the back end. You know, and and he pretty much. And the funny thing is, he actually went ahead and tried to do it. Obviously, couldn't do it. Yeah. And the baby didn't give him the money. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so you, Bobby, put your man in the hospital, go get his stomach pump, and still ain't even giving the five Gs. That's fucked. Didn't give him the money just for you to laugh at this nigga because he was don't get me wrong, he was cracking up that this nigga really was gonna drink. Now, mind you, I don't know if you've seen this, but it's actually impossible for somebody to drink a whole gallon of milk. I, I, in whatever amount of time that he was attempting to do it, yeah, much less spoiled milk. Yeah, so, true, true, true. Because you know that, uh, that shit is chunky, dog. What do you mean? Yeah, that shit. It was that dog. The all the shit had like separated. It was already. It was at the top, and it was just. It was just terrible. Dog. It was terrible, and I can't believe it's taking the baby to make this man do that. But yeah, that, that's 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 my petty moment of the week. Oh my Fucking, god. All right, so my petty of the week this week then is going to go back to what I was harking on before. So I know we said we were going to say anything, but but 6ix9ine was out and about amongst the peoples over the weekend. And he was taking pictures with fans and playing with some, some Spanish dudes that were playing soccer in the park. And, you know, just talking to people randomly walking around the city. And then this nigga had the audacity to lay his ass down in a motherfucking radio flyer wet red wagon and was licking on an ice cream cone while his security was flanking him on all sides and he was being pulled down the street by this big not happy looking black guy so i'm just like you i i, I don't i don't really understand what goes to this this man's mind to just be doing shit like that to make himself look like a little kid and make himself just look like why are you doing all this foolish stuff so maybe it's petty on my part that i'm even discussing this or maybe it's petty on his part for making these security people who i'm sure he's paying hundreds of thousands of dollars to protect his dumb ass but that is some dumb shit to have a nigga do pull your ass a grown ass nigga down the fucking street 
in a fucking wagon. Are you fucking serious? The fuck out of here, nigga. You talking about you no. got all these cars and shit, and, 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 and nigga, you making niggas drag you down the street. I'm going to just say this. What's really going to be petty is when these security guards get tired of doing dumb shit for Instagram. Yep. And they're just like, you know what, dog? We quit. Basically. Fuck your 100000 100, a week or whatever you pay for us. We're going to go protect Kylie Jenner instead. Exactly. So, so um, yeah, dog. I'm sorry, dog, but I don't see I don't see his security personnel putting up with this bullshit that he's doing all these times. Dog. I, just, I don't see it happening. Nah, nah. And, they're going to um, get tired of that bullshit real quick. For sure. For sure. So... You know, uh, yeah, fuck six nine, man. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> <laughs> All right, did you uh, did you have a uh, album review for the for the folks out here this week before we get up out of here this week? I don't have an album review, but I have an album suggestion. Oh, uh, um, damn, I get it again. <laughs> Go on, get the album suggestion, man. <laughs> All right, man, we're going to go with uh, my man Wiz Khalifa. I believe this is from 2000, either 10 or 11. Okay. Uh, Rolling Papers. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people did not actually like this album. A lot of people were hating on this joint. Uh, even even Wiz, like, he, he talks about this in the album after this about how, you know, Rolling Papers wasn't exactly his best album and, you know, a lot of people didn't like it. But I liked it. You know, honestly, one of my favorite Wiz Khalifa songs is on there, which is The Ride. Um, obviously you got, you know, black and yellows on there. Uh-huh. Um, a couple, a couple of his really big songs. Yeah. 2011, um, the race, uh, I just said roll up hopes and dreams, a bunch of really dope. Uh, and, and for those that really like the, the, the older Wiz Khalifa sound, cause he kind of went with the new like trap sound, I guess kind of now, but this is definitely a lot of older, uh, Wiz Khalifa sounding songs. So I'm sure you've already heard it, but if you haven't check out rolling papers from Wiz Khalifa. All right, bet. And for my album this week, I'm going to go with the new jump by Logic called No Pressure, his retirement album. I really did fuck with it. I've only heard it one time so far, but it was really good. I will say that like like people sleep on Logic, but his lyrical ability is crazy. A lot of people say, oh, well, on some of these, you're trying to sound like Cole or you're trying to sound like, like Kendrick. And I'm just like, bro, like... I mean, regardless of that, because there's always somebody who sounds like somebody in somebody's eyes. But this album was very, very good. It was one of the best joints that he's had out recently. I really fucking enjoyed it. And I mean, probably what's like Celebration was a vicious ass song. Hit My Lane, number two. The intro to it, uh, No Pressure, is dope. I mean, it's just a really good album to check out. So if you want like a really good, nice hip hop album to check out, something nice and lyrical, but still got some headbangers on there, check out No Pressure by Logic. You know, I'm I'm curious to to know if he decided he was going to retire before he made the album or after. I would love to know that too, actually. Because I feel like you have to be pretty like you have to feel really strong about this last album and feel like all right, I'm done after this. Yeah, I feel like you. I feel like that's not a decision you make before you make it because what if you're not happy with it? That's true. Or you're not all the way happy with it. So I, I do feel like he made this album and he might have been sitting on it for a couple of months. I'm like, you know what, dog? Fuck it. I'm, I'm done. So, but he does tend but, to put out albums pretty quickly, too. So you, you could be yeah, right. That's true. That's true. Uh-huh. That's true. All right. Well, anything else you want to tell the people before we bounce, my nigga? Hey, man. Thank you for tuning in, y'all. Definitely want to thank each and every one of y'all for listening. Like I said before, if you haven't checked out our two uh, album reviews, Most Def, Black on Both Sides, and Freddie Gibbs uh, out featuring. Alchemist Alfredo 
uh, definitely check those two out and also check our interview with UA The Duel out as well on all your streaming platforms. There you go. So definitely put y'all tuning in. And, you know, I'm going to pass it up to my man Cooper for all the good stuff. <laughs> all right. Well, y'all know y'all can find the podcast on our social media platforms, Instagram and Twitter, at HQ Podcast. And yes, yes, spell that shit out. Spell it out. Spell it out. Uh, you can find us for your listening pleasure on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, iHeartMedia, Spotify, Speaker, and Stitcher. And you can find us on Facebook.com by searching out Hip Hop Hits Podcast. Uh, yes, like my friend said, check out our interview with UA the Duo and uh, check out their Instagram and all that other Twitter good stuff. They got all of that up on our episode there. Uh, you can find that. I don't have it by memory and I'm not going to try to do it by memory. So, but shout out to them boys. I uh, appreciate y'all coming through once again. And uh, we will catch y'all later. Peace and love everywhere around the world. Be safe. Wash your hands and wash that ass. Peace. Peace.